Have you ever had the privilege of being the fly on a wall in a conversation? You know that part of the conversation where you feel like they probably don't know that I heard what was just said? Or we've all kind of had that moment to unintentionally eavesdrop, to hear something that wasn't meant for our ears. And then the question is, what do we do with that? What do we do with that information that we hear that nobody knows we heard? Those statements that maybe they were made for one individual, but now we have comprehension of them as well. I, I recently overheard a conversation between two individuals and one superior to the other, if you will, in rank and status, and the other one had an idea, had an opinion, had something that they learned and expressed it. And as they expressed it, the other one said, no, you're wrong and, and just drop it. And I wonder how often as leaders we find ourselves in the same or a very similar situation where we've, we've overheard or maybe even we've been the one who said, hey, I think maybe we should, why don't we, and we're just shut down because we don't have the position or maybe we're the third party, we're the one who just shuts everybody down, well, because we're the leader and because you know we're in charge, that means obviously we're right, right? Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I think at some time in our lives, we've all experienced at least, probably at least one person who was a leader over us. Maybe it was a school teacher. Maybe it was an employer. Maybe it was the newly appointed shift supervisor who had all the power and control of your schedule. Or at least who got to take a break next or who got to go home next or who got to stand and talk with a customer while everybody else had to get work done. Because, you know, shift supervisors, they kind of have that, that authority in our lives. And sometimes they're younger than us, shift supervisors. Sometimes they don't have as much experience in the company as us. Sometimes, sometimes they're people who got promoted because they are friends of the somebody who does the promoting to make them a shift supervisor. You follow me? In some places we call that nepotism and in other places we just call it fraternization and in other places we just call it, well, unfair. But however that person got to the position where they can control your schedule or your break times or your lunch times or who you chat with or, or how often you need to remop the same floor you've already mopped five times, that person often has a worldview that they're in charge of everything even when they don't know what they're talking about. Now, maybe you've been in a place where you feel like you're being told what to do by somebody who shouldn't have the right to tell you what to do. They don't have the same education as you. They don't have the same experience as you. They don't have the same knowledge as you. They haven't studied the kinds of things, the ways that you've studied them. And yet, because they have the position, they have the title, they're gonna tell you what to do. And they're even gonna tell you the difference between information that's right fact-checked, factual, correct information, and the information that's wrong, unacceptable, unapproved, not allowed. See, sometimes there's a big difference between what's actually right and what's acceptable. Let that settle in for a moment. If you've been in leadership more than 15 minutes, you know that it's true that there are some things that are just they will not be tolerated. I don't care how accurate they are. I, I don't care how true they are. They will not be tolerated because they're not the current opinion 
of the person who makes the decisions about, well, who goes on break and, and who gets promoted and who gets fired or who gets canceled or who gets terminated. And, and the challenge with that is leaders, influencers, people in charge often feel like just because I have that title, I get to decide what's right. I get to decide what gets heard. I get to decide which opinions will be valued and, and held in high esteem and which ones will be squashed and ignored. And I want to challenge you if you're a leader. Learn to listen. Learn to listen closely to the people around you, the people that you serve. I know that sounds weird, but if you're a good leader, you're a servant leader. And the people that you serve in leadership are the ones that you help them to get it right. You help them to move forward in their life. You add value to them by training them and raising them up and giving them opportunity and opening doors for them and empowering them, handing off authority to them. These are the ways that good leaders raise up leaders, not by squashing their ideas or telling them their ideas are not valid. Now, there's a lot of the other going on. There's a whole lot of the squashing of ideas, a whole lot of people saying, well, I don't like the way you think, and therefore, uh, you'll just be muscled. You'll be silenced. There's a whole lot of people out there who, well, their opinions seem to hold greater weight only because of the title they have, the circles they have, the friends they have, the family they have. Because of those things, they have a stronger opinion, and they're considered right, even if factually they can be proven to be wrong. Just because you hold the title leader, just because you hold the position of leader, just because you do have a lot of influence, and leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, just because you have a lot of influence, like half a million followers on social media formats, that doesn't mean you're always right. You still need to listen to the opinions, the ideas, the thoughts, the education, the new innovations of others. Imagine if the world had been so right with the people who were leading when the discovery was made or the, or the postulation was made that the world might be, well, spherical. Not just round, but like round in every direction. The flat spots are very, very small, much less the whole surface being flat. It's a really big deal that we have a round earth and not a cubular or triangular or pyramid-shaped earth. But there was a day when just saying that would get you executed. Seriously, look it up. But think about how many opportunities we've had to progress society, to grow organizations, to grow cultures, to improve the quality of family and the, and the quality of lives of individuals. But those ideas have been squashed because one person in leadership said, no, I don't like it like that. No, I don't want it to be that way. I want it to stay like this. I don't want things to change. Now, there's a group of people that call themselves progressives, and the notion behind that is they will lead the world to progress forward in better ideas. And generally speaking, that's a laudable idea. The question is, how many of the notions that drive the decisions are factual or actual? Again, just because you're in leadership, just because you have the role, you have the influence, you have the authority at the moment, doesn't mean that everything you say is instantly true. It doesn't work like that. All right? I don't care what your rank or position is. You don't get to tell gravity what to do. Sorry, I didn't write the law. Just like you, I have to abide by it. I don't get to tell the scale how much I weigh when I step on it. Nope, gravity decided that.
I get to tell my body how much it's going to weigh based on how much junk I put in it and how much exercise I give it, but I don't get to tell the scale how heavy I am. Gravity decides that. That's a truth beyond my ability to manipulate. And if you're a leader, you know there are truths beyond your ability to manipulate. There are facts, there are data, there are actual provable statistics that go way beyond your opinion. And if you're a leader, you should be responsible to the truth, to the right, to the facts, not just to your opinion. And the only way that you're going to get there as a leader is to listen. Sure, sometimes you'll listen to people that you serve, people who you might consider under you, people on your team, and you're going to find out there's nothing in that conversation but a whole lot of hot air. But there's also going to be times that you're going to stop and go, hmm, that might actually be a great idea to save time, to save money, to improve the quality of lives. And that's what I'm investing my time as a leader in. So let's try your idea. Let's see what happens. It's a great book. Can't remember the author, but it's called It's Your Ship. It's a great philosophy that basically says, I'm going to give you the power to make a decision. And if your decision screws things up, you take the blame. And if your decision makes life better for tens of thousands of people, you get all the credit. That's a strong leadership position. And you better be able to trust your team and the training you've given them if you're going to take that position. But that is also a position that, that knows that just because you have the title leader doesn't mean you're right every time. My challenge for you today is to ask yourself, how often have I thought to myself, I have the title Therefore, I'm right. I'm not listening to anybody else. You might need to listen to some dissenting ideas in order to improve the quality of your own life. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.